sometimes a half mile wide, that roared down the mountainsides to entomb anyone unlucky enough to be in their way. So far, God had seen fit to spare all but two hundred of Napoleon's men. Ahead, down the pass, there came a shout from the outriders. Laurent! Laurent! At last, Napoleon murmured. A group of twelve riders emerged from the blowing snow. They were strong soldiers, the best he had, just like their commander. Not a one rode hunched over, but all were erect, chins held high. Major General Laurent trotted his horse to a stop before Napoleon, saluted, then dismounted. Napoleon embraced him, then stepped back and gestured to Constant, who hurried forward and handed Laurent a bottle of brandy. Laurent took a gulp, then another, then handed the bottle back. Napoleon said, "'Report, old friend.' "'We covered eight miles, sir.' No sign of enemy forces. The weather improves at the lower elevations, as does the depth of the snow. It will only get easier from here. Good. Very good. One note of interest, Laurent said, placing his hand on Napoleon's elbow and steering him a few feet away. We've found something, General. And would you care to elaborate on the nature of this something? It would be better if you saw it for yourself. Napoleon studied Laurent's face. There was a glint of barely contained anticipation in his eyes. He'd known Laurent since they were both sixteen, serving as lieutenants in the La Faire artillery. Laurent was prone to neither exaggeration nor excitability. Whatever he'd found, it was significant. How far? Napoleon asked. Four hours' ride. Napoleon scanned the sky. It was already mid-afternoon. Over the peaks he could see a line of dark clouds. A storm was coming. Very well, he said, clapping Laurent on the shoulder. We'll leave at first light. As was his custom, Napoleon slept five hours, rising at six a.m. well before dawn. He had breakfast, then read the overnight dispatches from his demi-brigade commanders over a pot of bitter black tea. Laurent arrived with his squad shortly before seven, and they set out down the valley, following the trail Laurent had broken the day before. They rode for several hours, following the snaking course of the valley as it descended toward the foothills. Soon they entered a narrow canyon of jagged gray granite interlaced with ice. The lead rider signaled halt and dismounted. Laurent did the same, followed by Napoleon. Napoleon looked around. Here? His major general smiled mischievously. Here, general. Laurent unhooked a pair of oil lanterns from his saddle. If you'll follow me. They set off down the trail, passing the six horses ahead of them, the riders standing at attention for their general. Napoleon nodded solemnly at each soldier in turn until he reached the head of the column where he and Laurent stopped. A few minutes passed, and then a soldier, the lead rider, appeared around a rock outcropping to their left and plodded back through the snow toward them. Laurent said, General, you might remember Sergeant Pelletier. Of course, Napoleon replied. I am at your disposal, Pelletier. Lead on. Pelletier saluted, grabbed a coil of rope from his saddle, then stepped off the trail, following the path he'd just carved through the chest-high drifts. He led them up the slope to the base of a granite wall, where he turned parallel and walked another fifty yards before stopping at a right-angle niche in the rock. Lovely spot, Laurent. What am I looking at? Napoleon asked. Laurent nodded to Pelletier 
who raised his musket high above his head and slammed the butt into the rock. Instead of the crack of wood on stone, Napoleon heard the shattering of ice. Pelletier struck four more times until a vertical gash appeared in the face. It measured two feet wide and almost six feet high. Napoleon peered inside but could see nothing but darkness. As far as we can tell, Laurent said, in the summer the entrance is choked with brush and vines. In the winter, snowdrifts cover it up. I suspect there's a source of moisture somewhere inside, which accounts for the thin curtain of ice. It probably forms every night. Interesting. And who found it? I did, General, replied Pelletier. We'd stopped to rest the horses and I needed to... Well, I had the urge to... I understand, Sergeant. Please go on. Well, I suppose I wandered a bit too far, General. When I finished, I...